You are listening to a message from Covenant Christian Center, New York City, with Pastor Bayou Isan. Be blessed as you listen. That is, why will I? Why will all things be possible if I believe? Because with God, my faith is in God, with whom all things are what possible. Your faith is in God. It's in the power of God. Your faith is in his ability to move. The, not I cannot move a mountain, but God can. Amen. So for with God, nothing will be impossible. The Amplified puts it this way in Luke chapter 1, verse 34 to 37. It says, for with God, nothing is or ever shall be impossible. Hey. They say you can't get that job with God. You see, just to demonstrate his glory. You will get. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not a question of whether it is the will of God. The question is: Is your motivation for the manifestation of God's glory? What you are pursuing is it for the manifestation of God's glory, or is it for your own glory? The ones that are pursuing wealth is it for the manifestation of your own glory, or is it for the manifestation of God's glory? Amen. Now, scripture says, "If you seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness." All these things that the world is chasing will be added unto you because your focus is not on those things. Your focus is on God's power, glory, God's kingdom being made manifest. You are seeking his righteousness. What Paul described, the ministry of the spirit, the ministry of righteousness that exceeds in glory. Listen, what the enemy, the Bible says, if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, Right? says, whom what? The God of this world has blinded the minds of them that do what? Believe not. So that they will not see the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Or the God, let's look there. Second Corinthians. That's, he doesn't want you to see the glory of God. says, even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel, of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. The light of the gospel, or the knowledge, light is knowledge, the light, the knowledge of the gospel. What is that gospel? Of the glory of what? Christ. The gospel is about manifesting the glory of Christ. Do you see that? The gospel is not about me having a discussion. It is about demonstrating and manifesting the glory of Christ. What does the devil want to do? To blind the minds of people from that light. That's why the scripture says that when we turn to Christ, that veil is removed. And that all of us with unveiled faces, as we behold as in a mirror... The glory of the Lord. What are we seeing in that mirror? Ourselves. The glory of the Lord. We are being transformed to the same image from glory to glory as by the Spirit of the Lord. God told me that not only must you hear my voice, you must also behold my glory. You must ask me to open my eyes to see and not just to hear. Praise the Lord. Bible says, I think it's in Hezekiah, I will stand upon my watch to hear, to see, right, what the Lord will say to me. You want to see what the Lord is saying. 
And God explained it to me this way. If your eyes are closed, and I say there's a million dollars here, but your eyes are closed, all you hear is my voice saying, there is a million dollars here. I've put it here on this stage, but your eyes are shut. Will you know how to reach it? No. You'll be grasping, looking here. Everybody will scatter, looking for the million dollars. Amen. Say, but if your eyes are open, I say there's a million dollars here, whoever gets here first will get. Do you understand what I'm saying? You will know where to tap. You need both sight and hearing. If I put a million dollars here, your eyes are open and you can't hear what I'm saying, you will not know what the million dollars is for. You'll just be looking. Ah, what is this million? You'll be wondering what the million dollars is for. Amen. So we need both spiritual sight and hearing to perceive properly what the Lord is doing. That's why the scripture says, this light affliction worketh for us an eternal weight of glory. While we do what? Look not at the things that are seen, but at what? The things that are not seen. So there's a looking at unseen things. It says, for the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal. What are those things that are eternal? It says, eternal weight of glory. Amen. We want to behold his glory. The Bible says when Jesus came, the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld what? His glory. Full of grace and truth. We need to behold as well as hear. When Jesus said he had put upon them the spirit of slumber, he says eyes that see but do not see. Ears that hear but do not hear. So they could not be converted. You need both. That's why my prayer now is, God, open my eyes to see your glory. Open my ears to hear from glory, to hear from you, so that I can perceive accurately what the Lord is doing. He said, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Nothing is or ever shall be impossible with God. When we are making God, I want to behold your glory. Jesus said, I did nothing unless I saw the Father do it. He, that was what he was engaged in in prayer, to see what the Father was doing. Bible says it is the glory of God to do what? To conceal a matter. It is the glory of kings to search it out. Our responsibility, when we are believing, we are searching out the glory of God. It says God will do nothing until he does what? Reveals it to his servants, the prophets. If God is going to reveal his power and his glory, if it's going to be made manifest, then he has to reveal it. But you must search it out. You must believe that you will see. The Bible says in Isaiah 40, all flesh shall see the glory of God. Listen, God wants to reveal. It's become so clear to me that God wants that's when I get back, we'll have another fast. But this, the purpose of that, this fast is for the manifestation of God's glory. Do you understand what I'm saying? In every area, that is, I've realized, I've always believed in my heart, the prayers are not many. When you have too many prayer points, no focus. Do you understand? When there are too many, you're praying for this, you're praying, no, no, no. I've seen that all I need to do is pray for the glory of God because God's glory covers everything. It covers every need I might have. It covers my place of work. It covers, it, covers, it covers ministry. It covers finances. It covers, my God shall supply all my need, all your need, according to what? His riches in glory. The Passion Translation says, my God shall I know my God shall supply all your need because I have seen the wealth of his glory. 
There is nothing the glory of God cannot answer. The mountain, any mountain, I fear not because God's glory will exceed. Will ex- mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? God even gave me a word for the fast. It is what I will comfort myself as I'm fasting when the temptation comes to, to break the fast early. It says, this present suffering is nothing compared to the glory that shall be revealed in you. So that's the word for the fast. That this present affliction is nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed. That's the word for the fast. That is, I'm not just fasting for the sake of not eating. There is a purpose to the fast. That is, it is nothing compared. What I am going through when I deprive myself of food is nothing compared. I've connected it to the glory of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? I've connected that activity to the glory of God. As I'm praying, I've connected it to the glory. That is, let your glory be manifest. Hmm. Acts chapter 10, verse 36 to 38. I know I'm finished, but we'll get somewhere and I'll continue on Sunday. The Bible says, remember, with God, nothing shall be impossible. So it is being with God, exercising faith in him. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 36 to 38, it says, the word or the message which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ. Now, you'll soon see what the definition of peace is. Preaching what? When it said the gospel of peace, I want to show you what that gospel of peace means. It said preaching peace through Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. It says that word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. He now says, this is the word. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Amen. The gospel of peace is that he was anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and delivering those who are oppressed of the devil. Why? God was with him. God was with him. The manifestation of God being was he was anointed with the Holy Spirit and power. That is, God manifested his glory in him by anointing him. And then he, the gospel he was preaching of peace wasn't that God peace now. No, it was a demonstration of the spirit and the power of God. That's the gospel of peace. That is you are delivered of the oppression of the enemy. You are delivered of what you are going through there. That's the gospel of peace. So you have peace with God. That is you have been delivered from the oppression of the enemy. Jesus, when he was announcing the manifesto of his ministry, quoted from Isaiah, said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has done what? Anointed me to preach the gospel unto the poor. That's gospel of peace. That is you are delivered. Says he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to deliver the captives. That is the opening of prison doors to those who are bound. It was a demonstration of power. 
that gospel of peace is a demonstration of the power and the glory of God. That is our portion, if you will just believe. See, I'm preaching the gospel. There's no demonstration of power. We've not yet. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let us admit we've not yet arrived. Like Paul said, I have not yet attained, but I press on to lay hold of it. That's the gospel of peace. Let's look at this woman. And I'll probably end here. The woman with the issue of blood. In Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 34, says there was a woman who had a flow of blood for how long? 12 years. 12 years. And who had endured much suffering under the hands of many physicians and spent all that she had and was no better but instead grew worse. She had heard the reports concerning Jesus. Right, it's a faith comment by hearing. She had heard something that ignited faith in her heart. Amen. She had heard the reports. And I remember when we got to Fred, I said, which reports did she hear? I'll just digress for a little. In Luke chapter 6, you, I want to show you the reports she heard. Luke chapter 6, verse 12, the Bible says, it came to pass in those days that Jesus went up to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer. Amen. We have to return to the days. You see, if we're going to, mean, if we're going to do the work that Jesus did, you have to do what Jesus did. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is not the kind, this manifestation is not the kind where you are praying to me. <laughs> if to manifest the power and the glory of God, to see what the Lord was doing, Jesus had to pray all night. Don't expect that you're going to do any less. Amen. That amen is not very loud. <laughs> but it is the honest truth. If we are going to enter into the fullness of what God has prepared for us, the same sufferings that Jesus went through. He says, you will be partakers of my glory if you partake of my sufferings. He says, in the days of his flesh, through, you, you know the scripture I'm talking about, Hebrews 6. In the days of his flesh, he says, he offered up prayers with strong cries to him who was able to deliver him from death. He was heard because of his Godly fear. The Bible says he learned what obedience through the thing. That is, he learned what the Lord wanted him to do. God showed him something, then he obeyed. Through the things that he suffered, in the place of prayer, crying unto the Lord, seeking his glory, declaring, show me. It happened through seasons of praying, as his custom was. Jesus would separate. We don't, people don't separate themselves anymore. Jesus would separate himself to seek the face of the Lord, to receive instruction, to behold the Father, the enemy doesn't want you to spend time. All he wants you to do is to blind you from that light. To blind you from that light. He said in verse 17, and he came down with them and stood on a level place. This is, he spent all night in prayer. After that, he chose 12 apostles. To just show you, his selection was after all night praying. Amen. Before he made his choice. And the Bible says, he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people 
from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. So these were Gentiles as well. Who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits. And they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him for power went out from him and healed them all. That was the report she heard. Do you understand? That was the report this woman had heard. That, hey, people that touch him, power can leave him and heal. That word heal is also the same word save. Amen. It's the Greek word sozo, save. And saved them or salvation is not just about our soul. It's also the physical body. Amen. It says, exercise faith for salvation that is ready to be revealed in this last time. Says, saved them all from severe illnesses and so that is what the woman had heard. That's the report she had heard. That if you just touch this man, it is very possible that your body will be healed. So the Bible says, I'm going back there. She had heard the reports concerning Jesus. You know the reports now. Okay, that this man is anointed of God. That is the power of the Lord is upon him for impossible things to happen. Mary, the power of the Lord had to come upon her for impossible things to happen. Do you understand? If you want to see impossible things in your life, the spirit of the Most High and the power of the heart, you cannot go out naked and think impossible things are going to happen. Said, we that are, we groan, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed. Says, he that has prepared us for this very thing is God. Second Corinthians, from 1 to 5, or from 1 to 7. The one that has prepared us for this very thing is God, so that we can be clothed. It says, having given unto us the Spirit as a guarantee. Amen. That is the guarantee that you're going to be clothed is because the Spirit dwells on the inside of you. You groan and is praying with you, making intercession with you so that you can be clothed with the Spirit and the power of God. God wants to reveal his glory. He wants to manifest signs and wonders in your life. She heard the reports concerning Jesus and she came up behind him in the throng, in the crowd, and touched his garments. Amen. For she kept saying, because of what she heard, she now, this was the exercise of her faith, she kept saying, if I only touch his garments, if I only touch his garments, I shall be restored to health. If I only touch, why did she say that? Because of the reports she had heard concerning the power of Christ. Her focus was not, was, that is, her focus was not, hey, I just need to talk to Jesus. No, her focus was on what? His power. Do you understand that? Her focus was on his power. She didn't even need to speak to Jesus. She didn't even ask to speak to Jesus. She was focused on the power of Christ. She didn't ask Jesus, if it be your will, heal me. Do you get what I'm saying? She didn't ask for permission. She didn't pray to find out whether it was Jesus' will to heal her. Have mercy. No. She focused on the power. If I can just touch the hem of his garments. The Passion Translation puts it this way. It says, when she heard about Jesus' healing power, she pushed through the crowd 
and came up from behind him and touched his prayer shawl. For she kept saying to herself, if only I can touch his clothes, I know I will be healed. That is, if you can make contact with glory, I know. If I just touch the power, I will be healed. And immediately, her flow of blood was dried up at the source. After 12 years, it doesn't matter how long, when you make contact, how did she make it? says, if, because... How did she make contact? It was through her faith, not because she physically touched Jesus, because other people were touching Jesus. Amen. Other people were touching. When Jesus said, who touched me? Peter said, how about Jesus? Everybody, there are many people that are touching you. Do you so it was not the touch. We used to swim together. We used to go to parties together. Who, are, who is this person? No. They missed it. Jesus could not do anything there because their focus was on what they knew of him in the flesh rather than who he was in the spirit. Rather than focusing on the anointing upon his life. Said immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source. And suddenly she felt in her body that she was healed. Saved of her distressing ailment. And Jesus recognizing himself that power proceeded from him had gone forth, turned around immediately in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? God wants us to come and touch him. That's what I'm saying. To behold and touch. Amen. If I can just, do you get what I'm saying? We have been given access by the blood of Jesus into the very presence of God. The veil has been removed. What kept us away from the glory of God has been taken out of the way. We have been given access by the blood of Jesus to behold him, to lay hold on him. If you will what? Believe. And nothing shall be impossible with you because with God, nothing is impossible. The disciples kept on saying, you see the crowd pressing hard around you from all sides and you ask, who touched me? Still, he kept looking around to see her who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had been done for her, though, though alarmed and frightened and trembling, fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith. What was her faith? If I can just touch this power, I shall be made whole. Her focus was on the power. Her faith was in the power of God. People, other people came to hear, hey, let's hear what he's going to say. Her focus was on the power. Amen was on the demonstration of power. It says, your faith has restored you to health. It says, go in what? Peace. What was the peace? You've been delivered. Praise the Lord. She came to contact with the gospel of peace. It said, go in peace. The Amplified Pussy says, go in peace and be continually healed and freed from your distressing bodily disease. Go in peace. The peace of God calms any storm. So peace be still. The winds subsided. The peace is not a, hey, I feel good on the inside. No, it is a demonstration of power and authority. That's the gospel of peace. Amen. When people are making noise, peace be still. That is you demonstrate the power of God. Any storm that they want to generate with their words will be stilled. Praise the Lord. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I give you thanks for your word and I ask that you cause this word to take deep root in our hearts and to produce the fruits that will bring glory to your name 
in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. in the Royal Theater at the Producers Club, 358 West 44th Street, New York. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Stay blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.